Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about how you can stop wasting so much time and money on list building by using something we call traffic loops. Now, once this is finished, we'd love you to come and hang out with us in our free Facebook group and discuss it a little bit more. Kind of talk about how you are going to implement some of the stuff that we're sharing in this episode. The group is called the Email Marketing Show Community. It's like a little family of thousands of people who uh, come together to talk about the stuff we talk about in this podcast, as well as other email marketing and digital marketing stuff. So all you have to do is go to Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. We would love to come have you hang out in there and discuss all of this stuff with us and the other other members he doesn't think he's allergic to anything it's comedy hypnotist robert temple and he wants to ban tinned peas and tinned potatoes tinned potatoes it's psychological mind reader kennedy okay not allergic to anything I don't think so. So I'm touch wood. I've had this weird life where so far I haven't broken a bone or ended up in a hospital. I haven't had any of the things that loads of people, other people have. And uh, I don't think I'm allergic to anything either. I've never had anything and then had my face blow up or, um, or like anything like that. It's a bizarre thing. Wow. <laughs> Speechless. I've just realised I've lied. Oh, I, I'm, I've got eczema, which is a, which is a, an allergy to something in your sweat. Your the own type of face. Eczema I've got. It's an allergy to my own face. I'm allergic to my own face. All my, uh, all, all my ex-girlfriends were allergic to my face as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not allergic to anything apart from me. That's, I mean, that's a pretty big allergy, <laughs> isn't it? Like you can avoid bananas or nuts yeah, or I can't, whatever. Can't, can't avoid me. Um, uh, so banned. Tin, ban tinned peas. Yeah. I can, I can kind of see that. Are you one of these people who wants to grow your peas yourself? And no, then not necessarily. No, plate? it's just I remember. Do you remember when we were in Blackpool once? We went for a Sunday roast and we sat down. And the guy came in and said, "Oh, we've got a new chef. We're very excited. We're going to have a Sunday roast." And, and we were in Blackpool for some convention or something, right? And then so we sat around and the food came out and the chef came out very proudly. What did you think of the of the dinner? We were like, "Yeah, it was fine." And he was like, "Any feedback?" Because he was brand new. And I was like, "Yeah, it'd be great if you didn't use tin peas." How can you? tell us that they were tinned i was like because i've got fucking eyes you know i mean tin peas i mean they don't look green do they so no i think it's frozen peas or fresh peas that's fine tinned potatoes though remind me that they're basically little new potatoes already peeled in some kind of watery shit in a tin they remind me of being in the caravan we had a static caravan. I didn't know kids. tinned potatoes was a thing. What about if they're like salady potatoes in like a plastic thing off the like the the shelf that's a bit quicker? So you get great pre-grated carrots. Some no, potatoes stop that have already all been. that. I've had pre-chopped carrots before. And they've got no flavour either. Like, do you know what? If rather than them nice salad potatoes, just make yourself some chips and be done with it. All right. That's that's Fair how enough. I feel. That's how I feel. Hello, we are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who gives course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday. Yay. 
as you're listening to this, snap a quick selfie, post it on Instagram, or, or a screenshot if you haven't got your face on. Uh, a screenshot of the podcast, <laughs> stick it on oh, Instagram. If you're allergic to your own face, don't show us that either. <laughs> and tag us at Robin Kennedy. We would love to know what episode uh, you are being drawn in by. What's the title that's getting your attention and making you want to listen to this episode today? Make sure you hit the subscribe button to your podcast as well. I want to say a massive shout out to S. McDutter, who did the kind thing and took a, like a one minute of their time, which we really appreciate, to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And this is what S. McDutter said. These guys are entertaining and bloody good at what they do. So many useful insights. And who knew that some people keep potatoes out of the fridge? Yes. That was one of their un- interesting facts that can be found in this podcast. Uh, this is one of my favourites. So there you this go. This episode is sponsored by Potatoes. It turns out we're doing a thing for... Um, Tinned, fridged. <laughs> tin, <laughs> chopped and fried. Uh, go to getyourpotatoeshere.com. Use code Robin Kennedy to get 10% off. <laughs> to, get 10% off to get peelings off. <laughs> um, so... Can you Let's... imagine if you ordered something for 10% off and you just got 10% less potatoes? <laughs> the money's the same. The money's the same. You get 10% less produce. <laughs> 10% off. Like, imagine if it's like module, the last module of the course is missing. <laughs> Do you want you said 10% anyway. off? Um, anyway, <laughs> podcast. We're going to talk about traffic loops today, Rob, which is one of our favourite things. Here's the thing, right? We used to really feel like... Um, like social media was a thing that you used to build an audience. Like it's like, how do you build an audience? You get your Instagram fired up and you you go wild on it, right? And and you then move people onto your email list and then you sell them things. That's what we kind of used to believe it was like a ro- what like a one way road, right? Like you yeah. go down it and then the door slams behind you and they don't go back again. Exactly. And actually, uh, the only time it really works is when you stop thinking like that, right? You have to think of it as a two-way road, right? The best way, and this is going to be a bit of a letdown to some people, the best way to build a really big social media following is to already have a really big email list or to have an email list. Like, if somebody who's got a massive email list, and we all know some, right, then started a flipping... Even if they started a flipping MySpace account, they'd suddenly have a lot of people on their MySpace and it would be very popular because they've already got that. And the really key thing here is that it's a two-way street. Your emails should be helping you grow your social following and your social following has to be powering the growth of your email list. Otherwise, this thing becomes really, really difficult. We've seen it over and over again where friends of ours have launched podcasts into the top 10 on the on the you know the worldwide podcast charts and started enormous social media followings literally just by sending an email. The reason for that is as Kennedy's hinted at sending an email is the best way to send traffic to anything like not just your sales page but your podcast or your social media or a webinar or whatever you want to get if you want to enhance anything the best way to do it is to have an email list which is a really interesting thing so we know that the best way to build social media following is with an email list the best way to build an email list is from the traffic that includes social media and this becomes this really really lovely um sort of circular 
thing where one thing supports the other because what we want to do here as we've talked about before is really deepen the relationships with your audience and do something that we call becoming 3d becoming a three-dimensional influencer or um personality to follow right yeah and, and what happens when when you do that is one amplifies the other thing right so when you are if so for example if we're if we're launching a new program let's just say it's a commercial thing right so let's say we're going to launch a new program um we'll post about it on social media and then also email about it and that means there is absolutely no way that anybody who's in our world can miss the fact that we're launching that new thing they just can't miss it how many times have you ended a program ended a launch closed down your sales page and then within a matter of days or weeks somebody said oh i wish i'd known about that and you're like damn i emailed about it seven thousand times a day and you didn't hear and you didn't know well that's because you weren't 3d they weren't doing whatever on their emails that that, that day and so they missed it or um or that you posted about it a zillion times on your Facebook group or on your Instagram, and they say, oh, I didn't see that. And that's because the algorithm didn't show it to them that day. You need to be doing both so we can actually, one amplifies the other. And this is getting more and more important as we're seeing the cost of traffic, of getting people into our worlds absolutely skyrocketing. And I'm not just talking about the the monetary side, which is obviously going up and up and up, the cost per click, the cost per getting a new subscriber or getting somebody to follow you or like your page or whatever is is going up. But also, if you're only doing organic stuff, how much more effort is it now to get your posts seen by any good number of people, never mind trying to get them to comment or share the damn thing, that's getting more and more difficult. So the cost of effort or the cost of literally your cash um, that you're putting in, what happens is if you just send people to, I don't know, like if you're going to run an ad and it gets people to like your Facebook page, let's just use that as an example, which people do, right? The problem is as soon as that money is spent by, they click, they like your Facebook page, that money is now spent. It is done. It's not reinvestable for you. The effort that you get on getting the person to follow you on Instagram, join your Facebook group, that, that is all spent unless you can keep the effort and the impact going around in a loop. We need to keep it in momentum. We need to keep it in motion. And the way we do that is when somebody joins your social platform is we then move them onto your email list. And then when people come in through a lead magnet or a freebie or by joining a newsletter or however the heck you get them on your email list you want to move them to your social media, right? So that they end up going in a loop. And this is not just for when people join to amplify the size of the audience, but we also want to amplify the engagement of the audience. Yeah, and this sort of and this sort of happens automatically because when you start to post on stuff about your stuff on social media, in the Facebook group or wherever, as well as posting about this stuff by email, what this means is that people are seeing it in different um, different ways, different media, different modalities, different mindsets at different times in different places. So a lot of the time, the, the places where people check their email and the time where they check their email, it's going to be a different time to when they're sort of casually scrolling Facebook. And that's going to be different from person to person, which is absolutely fine. So for me personally, scrolling Facebook is typically a thing that I do when I'm sitting on the train, um, uh, going to the loop. No, when I'm, I'm sitting on the train, <laughs> I've got nothing else to do. Sitting I kind of pick the- it up. 
train. <laughs> <laughs> Mindlessly scrolling, right? When I'm on my own, just kind of checking stuff. Whereas email is a more regimented thing for me. I kind of check my emails a little less frequently. And when I do, it's with a little bit more intent. Now, other people will be the other way around. For some people, um, that they'll, they'll check their emails mindlessly when they're doing something else. And that's fine too. It doesn't matter what the difference is, but it just means that your subscribers are seeing you when they're in different places with their own life and their own stuff. And they're in different states as well. Like they're you know, either a more passive or a more active state. You know, have they got their credit card in their hand kind of thing? Or are they are they actually going to consume the content? Or are they just doom scrolling, right? Here's, an, here's the thing though with this. And that is when somebody joins your email list and you send them over to your Facebook group, or they're on your email list and you say, hey, I've made a, a really cool post. I think you'll really get value out of it. It's over in our Facebook group. And they go over that Facebook group and they leave a comment. What happens now is your Facebook group becomes more active, which means more members comment on it. And that means your your Facebook group now becomes really important and interesting to the Facebook algorithm because it wants people on platform. So it starts. So Facebook starts suggesting it to more people to join. So they join, and then because you've got a you've got a, a traffic loop set up, those people who join also join your email list, and those email people go over and are told about your Facebook group post, and so the cycle continues. It is a amplifying cycle. And this is what we call a traffic loop. The days of linear traffic one-way streets are over, and they have and they have to be over because of the cost, in effort and in money of getting traffic. The cost of that is getting it is now so expensive and so difficult to get people to take one action. We have to now turn every every action into a loop action which amplifies its one result. And that's the way you can get a return on ad spend, on effort, and feel like you're not just shouting into a black hole on the internet because you can see this loop spinning where people are moving from one place to another, not just in joining, but in how they engage. More people engaging with your emails, that's clicking on links, that's buying stuff, right? And more people engaging in your group, which is which is giving more people exposure, which is getting more interaction, which is growing the group, which is growing the email list and passing it back through to social and back to the email list and so on and so forth. This is the way that we are able to amplify. This is the only way from now going forward, that any of us are going to be able to afford to continue to grow our audiences. And this is the secret of doing it. Now, a really interesting thing about this is a few months ago, we had an email from somebody who basically said, and, and if one person emails about it, that means at least 100 people have done it, right? Because that's just how it works. And most people don't tell you when something happens. Well, this lady got in touch with us and she basically said, right, lads, you finally got me. I've just joined the league. I've been around your world for a little while now. Uh, I've, now is the right time for me to focus on email. Thank you for persevering with me. I've joined your list. I've unsubscribed. I've joined your list. I've unsubscribed. I've joined your list. I've unsubscribed. I've joined your list. And now I've joined the league. I'm taking things to the next level. I'm ready to get my, my boots on the ground and do this email marketing thing. I think what's really interesting about it is in a world where... Sure, we can preach till the cows come home that you don't need to worry too much about unsubscribes. But I know it's still a little bit depressing to see somebody unsubscribe from your list. One of the things that's really interesting is to realize that that's never a permanent thing. It's never a permanent departure. 
um, when people get off your email list, it can, it can sometimes just be because they need a break from hearing from you as often as they do right now, but they'll be back at some point. And whilst they're off doing other things and having other priorities or having stuff in their lives, you can continue to show up every day or whenever by email for your existing subscribers who want to hang around for that. However, those people who unsubscribe from your list are unlikely, unless you've said something and like sullied their email inbox with something they don't like, or if you, unless you've done something horrendous, unless you've done something awful that's offended them, most of those people will unsubscribe from your email list, but they will remain everywhere else. And the powerful thing about that is that as time goes on, and we see this all of the time, and that lady is actually just a verbal example of it, is that people will unsubscribe from our list because they just need to take a little break for a while. That's fine. They will hang out in our Facebook group for a while and they'll see a post about a webinar or a challenge or a, uh, something that's happening, our Black Friday deal, so whatever's happening at that time of the year. And then they will suddenly get back on our list because something's reinvigorated them. What it means is that if we pay five, eight, ten, twelve dollars to acquire a subscriber and within a few months or a year or a few days that person unsubscribes, if we've also got them in our Facebook group or on our Instagram or somewhere, like if we've got primarily our Facebook group, if we've got them in there as well, they can continue to see our posts, which means that at some point they they very probably almost everybody will come back around and end up by buying something or opting in back on our list again because it reminds them that we're still here here and it allows us to remain present in a way that's really powerful for them so that they can come back when they want to and what's really nice about this is it allows you a bit more ability to be a bit more direct sales in your emails because if a person is on your email list and they're in your facebook group for example and the facebook group is under i think the best way to have to have people because it creates a community around people rather than just posts on a on a on a page or a or a instagram account or something like that it, it creates a community feel which is a very different feel to an email list right that's why they work so beautifully together what what happens is if if you are being more direct salesy in your emails that is diluted by the fact of how social engaging and fun and casual you can be in your group whereas if you don't have both of those things being so salesy on your emails all the time could be a little seen as a little aggressive it gives you a lot more leeway to be a bit more straight talking down to business hey you should buy my product enroll in my course or whatever in your emails because it's they're seeing you in your in your facebook group where you're also talking about stuff that's relevant emotionally interesting to those people it gives you that leeway so it's a hugely beneficial thing to make sure that you are moving people from one place to another so that in all of these places. Because think about the opposite of what Rob was talking about a second ago, which is you spend $12 to acquire somebody onto your email list and they uh, they decide, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get off my Facebook for a bit. I'm going to just not look at it. Because people do this all the time, don't they? They take a, a little social media um, sabbatical and they sort of get off their socials. Well, if, the, if you paid money to get them into your Facebook group or to get them to like your Facebook page or whatever... You've now spent that $12 and you're never going to get a return for that person. Or in that period of time, you're not going to get a return. But they could still be receiving your emails. So now we can still get a return for that. Or the, the flip side, they unsubscribe from you, like Rob was just saying. We've lost that $12. But when they are still in our world and they've got the chance to re-engage and be reignited be, and, and then reunited with us, then that's an ability for us to turn that $12, which in everybody else's business would be lost, would be money down the drain, which we can't afford to do. I don't know about you, but we can't afford to do. 
that's when you get to reinvigorate that person and re-welcome them onto your email list. And even they might even buy from the group itself. Never mind from your emails if you're using this loop, this traffic loop in this way. It's such a powerful technique. Uh, if you want to check out more about what we're doing with all of this, we've got something very, very special for you happening right now. Just heading over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash loops. Um, we are so excited to finally reveal this to you. It's been something that we've been working on for quite a long time. After we went through lots of frustrations with trying to build a Facebook group and get it to work um, over a period of years until we eventually sort of cracked the code, to use that cliche. Uh, and we've got something really, really cool for you. So go and check it out at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash loops. Yeah, on there you'll see exactly how you are you create these traffic loops and our entire entire system for doing this. So it's emailmarketingheroes.com slash loops. Now it's time for this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Robert. This one is annoying the other passengers. Had a lovely open rate, if you can believe the open rates. It had a lovely click-through rate, and you can believe the click-through rates. It's full of uh, curiosity. It's got this compound curiosity thing we've talked about before because people want to know who are the other passengers, where were you travelling, what, what was this all about, uh, what's the story, and also why were you annoying them? That's an intriguing thing. Annoying, some sort of like uh, provocative word, like annoying, irritating, um, something like that is a really powerful emotional word too. And uh, what was the email about, Rob? Why the hell were you annoying other passengers? I cannot remember. Was this about a flight that we were on, maybe? I don't know. I don't think so. I can look it up. Nah, don't worry. We're not that interested, are we, really? But that's the line, <laughs> of, the, that's the line of the week is uh, annoying the other passengers. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Thanks for listening to the whole show. It means the world to us that you tune in every single week. If you haven't already, do make sure that you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. First of all, it will make you instantly better looking. And secondly, it will mean that you automatically download next week's episode of the show. We're here every single email marketing Wednesday with a brand new episode of the email marketing show. We'll see you then.